Hi guys. <laughs> I was like having a full on jam session before starting and I was just like, yes, there's this song by Beautiful Chorus called Family Mission Statement. Mwah. Love Beautiful Chorus. Truly ever grateful, ever, ever grateful for their presence in this world. And if you have not gotten into Beautiful Chorus yet, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. I feel like I almost only listen to Beautiful Chorus. It's a bit of a joke in like my my friend group um or one of my friend groups where I'm just like it's always me and I'm like predictable with my beautiful chorus anyway hi cutie welcome back to human becoming you are listening to the fourth season of the podcast uh, although right now I'm like, what even are seasons? We're just flowing. We're just here. We're just here in cosmic space and time. And we're saying what's up and, you know, all the, all the quantified things are kind of weird, but hi, it's nice to be here with you. And today we're going to speak about money, money, ah, <sighs> money. I love speaking about money. I'm, I'm actually, I'm running a, a money magic coven at the moment. It's like a six month container. Um, there are 27 of us, which is, which is like wild. Um, and we're doing this like money healing, somatic work, trauma resolution work, ancestral work and shadow work, my favorite around money for six months together from, from the equinox to the next equinox, depending on the hemisphere, because we have people from the United Kingdom, the United States, Canada, South Africa, Italy, you know, I think like so many different places. And so we're, some of us are starting on the full equinox, some of us on the spring, but we're running for an equinox cycle. And it's really cool. I just love how, how life is unfolding and the things that I'm getting to experience. And money plays a big role in that, which is why I wanted to speak about money today. I've actually been feeling what prompted this episode was that I've been feeling, let's do a first, let's first shake. Friends, shake. <laughs> shake break. Uh, <laughs> I really invite you to take a little shake and just notice uh, where you are in your body today, if you are in your body right now, if you're not, if you're hovering slightly around or above, if you feel yourself as being like rooted or grounded, maybe also noticing what lets you know that you're in your body or not in your body. The thing that I would really invite you to do here is to start mapping sensations. So what sensations, what physical sensations let me know that I'm in my body? For me, Often, I feel energetically more, more, I want to say density. I feel like a dense, heavy sensation in my hips, in my pelvic floor, my pussy, like the bottom half of my body when I'm really grounded starts to feel very rooted. I start to feel more of like a sway in my hips as well. Uh, the movement, the way I move changes. And there's like a, there's a, a groundedness from my hips all the way down to my feet that is very felt. Um, I also, yeah, I feel more awareness of my pussy. Like right now I can feel my pussy. I can feel ah, my chest. I can feel 
a bit of tension in my chest. I can feel a bit of tension in my neck. I can feel an impulse to stretch my neck. So, you know, sensation is such a wonderful thing to help us see, oh, what's, what's happening? Can I feel any sensation in my body right now? Can I not? What does that sensation feel like? Where is that sensation familiar? What does it tell me? You know, these are all wonderful ways to map. Yeah, so I'm here and very much in my body today, which feels good. I've been hovering out of my body a bit. And there's a way that we can, I've done this in the past as I've been healing from the disconnect between mind and body. I've kind of gone into like body supremacy of like, it's only the body, but like the mind is part of the body. And in that I've also kind of vilified myself for any time I leave my body. But the truth is I... Some of my developmental trauma has meant that I don't always feel safe in my body. So the first protective strategy that I learned as a kid was to disassociate, and I still do that, and I don't make it mean anything anymore. Um, (laughs) Sometimes if I'm having a hard day, I might. I might be like, this means I'm so bad. But on a day where I feel more grounded and centered, it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm hovering above my body. Sometimes... um, I don't want to be in my body. I usually know I'm hovering around my body when I don't want to do any of my practices. Like I don't want to do anything that's going to require me to like sit at my altar, journal. Like I don't want to do anything that's going to create intimacy with myself. And then I'm just gentle with myself. Like, okay, when I feel good and safe enough, again, I'm going to return to these practices. Not going to beat myself up for not returning to them right now. So gentleness with yourself gentleness with myself. Let's all be gentle with ourselves. Um, Yeah, because we can be really hard on ourselves. And I think especially in the healing space, and if you have a worth wound, which, you know, hello, I do, and many of us in the society do, it can healing can be a place where this shows up where we beat ourselves up or shame ourselves for not healing enough, not being spiritual enough, not metabolizing enough of our trauma, not doing enough of quote unquote the work. Uh, And I think it's great to notice that we're doing this, not to make ourselves bad for doing it, you know, because we can beat ourselves up and then we can make ourselves bad for beating ourselves up. And then we're just like a double shame spiral versus like, oh, I'm noticing that I'm beating myself up. Cool. I'm not going to make that bad. I'm just going to notice that that's happening. Um, We're like, oh, cool. I noticed that I'm being a bit hard on myself or I noticed that I'm leaving my body. Okay. I'm not going to make that mean anything. I'm not going to make that bad. We as humans love to make things mean things. And if you can begin to tap into this little mechanism, this meaning-making mechanism of yours, which is fantastic. I mean, it's how we tell stories. It's how we create art. It's how we make sense of our reality. Like, meaning-making is beautiful, but it's useful to start getting intimate with this part of us and be like, wow, what, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? Something happened, something happened, and I'm making it mean something. What am I making it mean? Anyway, Meaning-making aside, we're going to be speaking about money. Yay! Money is a great type for meaning-making. But I was sitting 
Um, and I've been feeling really disassociated from my body and I've been feeling very disassociated from money. Like I haven't wanted to look at my bank accounts. I've just kind of been like swiping without looking and feeling shame and guilt about that and making that mean that like I'm a fraud and, you know, I'm teaching people about money healing, but look at me here with my little money wounds. Um, <laughs> and it's so wonderful because I think the more that I teach and the more that I share knowledge, the more that I'm like, and and the more that I also get to experience my teachers and I have incredible teachers and mentors who are so humble and human and like cognizant of um, where they're also just learning. And so I recognize like, yeah, I teach about money and I have so many places where I'm continually healing with money. And that's the point. I teach from my healing. I teach from being in the shit. <laughs> I don't teach from having the answers or knowing everything. I teach from being in the shit. That's, that's my style. And so I'm in the shit right now with money. And of, of course I am as I, the coven started about two weeks ago. So it makes sense that my, my spirit was like, yep, let's get you into your zone by experiencing a little dose of suffering. That's, that's how my spirit is. <laughs> my spirit is like, yeah, Let's, let's suffer just a bit. And, uh, and, you know, I have complex feelings about suffering, so I'm not mad at it. I'm like, yeah, suffering is a beautiful experience that I did come here to experience. So gratitude to that one. But we're going to speak about money. We're going to speak about money. We're going to speak about money. A friend actually texted me recently also being like, ah, oh, do you have any resources um, for someone just getting into money healing? So maybe I'll address some of that in this episode too. Take a deep breath. Money. So I'd been feeling dissociated around money. Mm. Let's maybe start at the beginning, which is that in January, I opened my business, which is human becoming, right? Like human becoming is the business. Um, the podcast is one extension of that, but then there's the coaching and, um, and the teaching and the group coaching and, and the Instagram, the newsletter, and like all these, there are ways that the business just offers resources to the world, like with this podcast or ways that, um, there's an energetic exchange usually involving money, um, that supports the business in making, you know, moneyed offerings, paid offerings, whatever English. So I officially opened the doors of the business in January and started seeing clients, and it's been a whirlwind of a year, you know, and a whirlwind just learning how to be in business, and yeah, and I mean, this is on the, on the, I like tried to do a products-based business, because I tried to create like an apothecary, and then I like got totally burnt out, and then that, and then I started the coaching business, and then, you know, I've had little, I've had moments of burnout throughout creating the business, but they weren't like with the apothecary, where I realized like, whoo, the way that I'm doing this is not working for me. So yeah, I've, I've had my, I don't call them failures, but let's call them failures for now. Cause I don't attach as much meaning as I used to, to failure. I'm like, yeah, failure. 
what does my dad say? Fail forward. Someone said that, but then my dad offered that to me, you know, like fail forward. And I just love that. Um, I think, you know, this experience of like, and you know, we could probably do a whole thing. Is it failure? Is it just trying things and realizing like, yeah, this doesn't work for me. And that's actually a huge success, but I like reclaiming, you know, taboo words, as you know, so this is probably going to be my let's love failure arc. (laughs) So I had my little product space business and then that didn't feel good for me and I felt totally burned out and then I started this like service based business and then that's been a whole roller coaster and it's told me so much about money and you know long story short I was doing some accounting today cuz I I woke up with a wash of energy that was like we have capacity to look at our bank account today <laughs> so I was like okay 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 cuz I've been really stressed about money lately I have some like big pay to make. Um, and I've just been, there's been a lot of money anxiety just coursing through my system. Lots of like, how's it going to happen? How are we going to make it all work? So I was like, okay, let's just look at these accounts. Let's just look at these accounts. It's okay. We can do it. And I was, you know, looking at, um, all the money that's been generated this year and also that, you know, is kind of owed to the business um, through, you know, client contracts that are, you know, um, that are ongoing. So like, okay, I know that this client contract will bring in X amount by the end of the year and this will bring in da da da. And just with things as they stand now on the 10th of, uh, the 10th of October, the 10th of the 10th, which is beautiful, human becoming will bring in before the end of the year. This is if I stop making any money right now. This is if I don't um, take on any new clients or make any new offerings to the world. Um, Human Becoming will have brought in 953,000 rand or, you know, the equivalent of just over $50,000. So I was like, oh, that's wild. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Uh, I'm just a 24-year-old witch on the internet, and I've found a way to build a business that's making more money than I could have or I did dream of at different points in my life. Like my mom, we've talked about this. Um, my mom has never made the amount of money that I've made this year. My mom has never made that amount in a year in her life. And I actually think I had a huge fucking, the hottie dolls are here. They're like, I love them. I, I think that was probably pretty shocking to my nervous system. Like, I don't think, because I can get into really grow, grow, grow phases where I'm just like, yes, I'm doing the money healing. I'm seeing how it's working. I'm making more money. Yes. Um, (laughs) Because I, I get into that zone. I sometimes... I'm not super attuned to the impact it's having on my body. And so when I could slow down and notice like, oh, there's something about this experience that is creating a lot of intensity in my body. And I think one of it, one of the reasons is that that's, I've, we've never even had a household income uh, of that amount. And like in the first year that I work, that I'm working, um, I've made that amount of money, which is, you know, it just my nervous system is like, whoa, we're not used to that. 
um, yeah, it's like crazy to think that there's never, that's never, that's never been, and I know we'll reach the million rand mark by the end of the year, just cause I set that as a goal this, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, or maybe in July, I set that as a goal. Sometime I said that as a goal, who knows time, blah. And, um, and it's been really shocking to be like, whoa, okay, that's more money than th- that amount of money has never existed in my nuclear family. And so that that's been pretty interesting and shocking to my nervous system. I think there's a lot of shame and guilt that is associated with that. Like I've spent most of that money. <laughs> I I committed this year to reinvest all the money into learning. I knew that the thing that would support my capacity to create even more money and to create, you know, kind of money over a long period of time is my brain and my body and my spirit like the resources that i hold internally are the greatest resource that i have asset that i have in my business i am my greatest fucking asset and so i knew that i would invest in in the trainings in the teachers and the coaches and the containers that would really support me coming into a deep knowledge of my medicine and what i offer the world and also I knew that there were certain skills and, um, and ways of thinking that other, other beings had come to a level of mastery with that I could tap into. I can just tap into their level of mastery if I, if I hire them as a coach or if I am in one of their containers or if I learn with them. So I knew that that was my intention. So there's also been the shame of like, that is so much money and this feeling of like, and I have nothing to show for it. Um, because I've spent all of the money on learning. Um, and I was having this conversation with myself earlier because I was like, well, what do I have to show for it? My big brain. (laughs) I have, I have, but in some ways, like I have nothing to show for it. Like I have nothing to show anyone else. I have nothing to show anyone else. If there's a show and tell for like, what have I done with this money? I have nothing to show you. I just have this deep internal experience of more intimacy with myself, greater intimacy with myself, greater intimacy with God, greater intimacy with life, right? Like I have had a really fucking transformative year. And I think I also just in the, in the rush of it, I haven't been able to take a moment to be like, whoa, like I had my Jupiter return. Ah, love Jupiter. Jupiter is so wonderful. I started training with Carolyn Elliott. I enrolled in Carolyn Elliott's magic school, Electric Yes. And now I've enrolled in her initiation school. So I'll be going through initiation with her for nine months next year. And that I know is going to be so fucking powerful and transformative. And I'm so excited. And, um, what have I done this year with my money? Let's just go on a, what have I done with money? Um, I've invested in, yeah, magic school with Carolyn, initiation school with Carolyn. Um, there's a few containers that I'm in right now. So like with my mentor, Luna Dietrich, um, who is an amazing feminist, witchy, pleasure-based business coach. And I'm doing one-on-one coaching with her. And I'm also in her business mastermind. Um, I'm in 
one of my incredible friends, Denise, who might be listening. If you are, hi, Denise. (laughs) Um, Denise has the most incredible container, erotic power. Um, I'm definitely going to be plugging Denise like forever and ever and ever because I just think they are so brilliant. And I've learned so much from them and like experienced so much transformation in my being, just being in space with them and getting to experience their energy. Um, but their erotic power container has been really transformative for me and um, really just deepening my relationship to the erotic, which is such a big part of my work. And I did a character strategy, character character strategy training with Somatica, which is the institute that I've trained as a sex and relationship coach with, and that was fucking life changing. Um, taught me so much about how actually fucking hacked my brain that training did and gave me so many tools to understand how early developmental trauma impacts our personalities and uh and our strategies for surviving in the world and like that is actually that training single-handedly fucking changed everything about how i experience reality um yeah fucking crazy. (laughs) And I did some trainings with Jesse Johnson, who's an incredible coach that I've done money work with. And like, I'm so grateful for them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about those are the containers I'm currently in, um, in terms of like continued training. I did the somatic attachment therapy training. Um, there's just been a lot of trainings like that I've been like, yep, I want to do that. Yeah, I want to do that. Yep, that one. Let's do that one. Um, ones that I've probably even forgotten about because I just like fucking love learning. Um, I love that I've designed a life for myself where I'm literally like Monday. Oh, I worked with this incredible um, EFT tapping coach, Shauna, um, who supported me a lot in going through some like deep childhood wounds around money. Super grateful for Shauna. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just been a lot, you know, obviously still in therapy and like there, there's, there's lots of things. Um, oh my God, there's this amazing, I've been going to get massages so much more this year. Um, and there's this amazing, um, masseuse that lives near me who does like this traditional Chinese massage that is just best massage I've had in my fucking life. So good. So I go see her often. And then I have another masseuse who does like kahuna massage. And I don't know, I just have fun. Um, I've gotten some tattoos this year for me tattoos. That's, that's another form of deep medicine. So I have this new beautiful snake tattoo. Um, I have a tattoo that says surrender and one that says be here now. And of course I have my first tattoo, which is to me doing magic. Um, that was not from this year. The other three are from this year. So I've been ingesting medicine that way. Um, how else did I use money? Oh, I bought land. (laughs) I bought land. Um, I bought land in the free state and it's where I'll be building my little eco homestead, which I'm just very excited about. And, uh, that is something I didn't think I would get to do until like my thirties. So to be able to like, just after I turned 24, it was like, um, yeah, just around that birthday, I was like, yeah, buying land. So bought land. 
Um, I went to the Drakensberg for the first time, which was beautiful. Took a trip to the Drakensberg, took um, several trips to Machalisberg, went to the Free State to buy the land, went to Wales and England. I've been planning an ancestral tour to visit uh, my ancestors from Europe. And I, this is going to be, I'm going to do several tours because there are different lands that I want to visit. But I went to Wales for a dear friend's wedding and um, and then got to connect with those ancestors, got to go to Glastonbury and got to go to Stonehenge and Avebury and all these like sacred sites. And that's been a longstanding dream and just to be in communion with those ancestors and feel that felt sense of connection. Bellissima. So these are some of the things that I've done with money. I'm taking an art class now. Ah, I'm taking an art class. I go for my first one tomorrow. I bought a huge ass fucking canvas because it's a painting class. Um, and I really have just been feeling this deep yearning to like paint. So that's something I'm doing. Um, but money has really fucking supported me this year. Like I'm just someone who loves to learn, to experience things, to play. And money has helped me so much to learn, to experience things, to play. It's also totally like gone (laughs) with my nervous system as I, you know, try to, integrate this new reality of like I think it's this it's this thing like my I'm 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 in the process of changing class I think that's what's happening um and that I think is a experience that can be very alarming to our nervous systems very alarming to our nervous systems and I think for me experiencing that like you know like experiencing literally like three times our household income growing up in a year as a fucking 24 year old baby fairy child (laughs) it's like oh this is so peculiar and I don't know what to do with all this data you know that's that's how my brain is doing right now Uh, and at the same time I also know that I'm meant to hold big wealth in this lifetime. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be holding big money and letting big money move through me. It's not about holding. It's actually, I meant to flow big money. I meant to flow and move big money and also to help other people flow and move big money, um, or just flow and move the money that like fucking nourishes them, whatever that number is. And so, yeah, that's kind of some of where I'm at with money, you know, and like, if you've been listening to me from the beginning of this podcast, when I was hospitalized for suicidal ideation, was going mad, you know, realized that like, my life was never going to be the same again. But also that like, I'm this very spiritual being, and I'm on this path. And, and I didn't know how that would work. I didn't know how that would work with money. I didn't see the reality where I could be paid really well without compromising my values and while living the life that I want to live and that supports my mental health. Um, I don't know if I really subscribe to mental health as a framework anymore, but after my bipolar diagnosis, I was like, I'm just not going to be able to work a nine to five. Like that's not, that doesn't support me. That doesn't feel good. It's not supportive of my energy system. It doesn't work. It's not supportive of my process of metabolizing trauma and dying. And, you know, like now I, 
have a business where I don't work on Mondays and Tuesdays. I take Mondays and Tuesdays off. So I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, I don't see more than two clients on a day because I don't have more energetic capacity. Um, that is my energetic capacity, two clients on a day. And then on Thursday, I have my coven. Um, and yeah, and then um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I get my four day weekend and a three day work week and I don't work before 12. Um, so I get my mornings to myself and I can spend mornings at my altar and pray and go to art class, you know? Um, and that just feels so fucking nourishing for me. Uh, it means that like now, you know, I'm going through this breakup. I have sinusitis. I, just came from facilitating this retreat. I've just started the coven. I'm, you know, there's like all these things that I'm experiencing. I'm going through a huge death process. I'm going through a huge like heroine's journey arc right now. And I'm so glad that I have a business that can support that, right? Like if I was working a nine to five capitalist job, it, I really wouldn't be able to surrender to what God is asking of me in this moment. And I just feel so fucking grateful that money has allowed me to do all these things. And it's money support that's allowed me to do all these things. It's money support that continues allowing me to, for me, travel is a very spiritual experience. And I mostly travel to places where I feel deeply cold. So like going to the Drakensberg was such a spiritual journey for me. Going to Machalisberg is always deeply spiritual because that land is so sacred. Going to Wales and the UK, um, traveling to the United States next year, which I'll be doing a lot more of because I'll be working with Carolyn Elliott and... And I'll also get to see more of the United States, which I actually feel really good about. And that holds something for me, um, something important ancestrally there too. So, you know, yeah. And like all my classes, all the, whether it's like a one-on-one -on -one container that I'm held in, like with my therapist or my business coach, or whether it's a group container, like the business mastermind or erotic power, where I'm deepening in some experience internally or electric yes like carolyn elliott's magic school or any of these opportunities for learning that i have um i just love that it all supports my fucking spiritual growth and when i work with clients that always supports my spiritual growth it always supports me deepening in my medicine and i realize like there's always this beautiful synergy between me and my clients and what we're experiencing and i just feel so fucking grateful for that like so fucking grateful there goes Marley. Um, so yeah, this is mostly, I'm bragging this episode. I'm going like, yes, I've almost made a million rand in my first year as a spiritual entrepreneur living in South Africa. Hello. That's a very important piece of this. Most of the listener base for human becoming is South African, even though this podcast has been streamed now in over a hundred countries, uh, downloaded like over 15,000 times, um, which I just love. <laughs> um, the, a lot of the listener base is South African. And so just noticing that's important for me in the story too, because it's not just like, oh, la la la, I made this money and it's wonderful. I, South Africa is, is a, 
is the most unequal country in the world, according to our Gini coefficient, which is a measure of income inequality. We are literally the most unequal country in the world. So I grew up seeing a very intense story around money. I grew up seeing a very intense disparity of like haves and have nots. Um, and I grew up seeing like, yeah, this intense polarity that can happen around money, wealth, possession, um, these intense extremes, you know, and, and also being South African, like I just never thought that it was possible for me to make this kind of money. Like I said, I, I never saw it. I didn't see it modeled in my um, household. Also growing up, my mom was someone who did work that she loved, um, but always felt like she sacrificed a level of money for that. I suppose there was, there was definitely a sentiment of like, do what you love, you know, and there'll be enough money, but like, I, I think I grew up with this false dichotomy that I had to choose between doing what I loved and not being paid or doing something I didn't enjoy and being paid. And, um, and this wasn't just from my mom. This was from like the greater society, but my mom's friends also like a lot of kind of the people that were like my aunts, I would say also kind of had a similar story around like they had chosen things that they loved to do, but that didn't necessarily pay well. Um, and so, and I would see the stress around money happening and, and, and I would see that happening in my own household. And yeah, I just never fucking foresaw <laughs> these circumstances within which I am living. Um, a million rand in a business in a year, um, which seemed at the beginning of this year, I don't even think I would have dreamed that that number was possible. Um, that also in terms of salary puts me within like the 1% of the country. Um, and I think even, you know, like a certain percentage of the 1% and that in and of itself is jarring too, right? Like, I don't know, just to be like, I'm just once again, cause I'm still to me. I'm still just regular old me with same old questions about life and doing my best, doing, doing my best. Um, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, but suddenly I have more money and I have more possibility and opportunity because of that money. And, oh, I, uh, mm, I am now in the 1% of the country by my own doing, right? Like not in relation to anyone, but like, oh, what I've created in this witchy fucking business, this culture changing fucking business. Also just to take a moment to just be like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> this culture changing business, human becoming, which is so much about changing the very fucking blueprint of what it means to be human and experience life on earth. My goal is, is, is literally is, is, is <laughs> I, I'm like, what is the wording here? My biggest goal, my biggest vision is to change the very definition, fabric, blueprint, underpinnings of what it means to be human. I want to change how people experience their humanity. And I don't mean this is like a concept or like 
I, I know my work in this lifetime is literally changing the way that people experience humanity, their humanity, this, this earth walk. And it's a very embodied thing. It's a very visceral thing. It's, it's, it's awakening. It's initiation. You know, human becoming is holding this energy for initiation into the new way of being human. And it will continue to do that for a fucking lifetime. And the, the impacts of what human becoming is creating are just huge. Um, and it feels really exciting to be part of that and to like human becoming is, is, is who is the one who offered me the number who said, the number is bigger. The number that we're working towards is a million dollars. Um, and it was human becoming that showed me that number. And I was literally like, I, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> literally, what does that even mean? What the fuck does that even mean? But I know that's where we're working towards and I know that's what we're going to create and, and more, you know, but there's this sense of like, what if we could create what if, what if, what if everything we knew about money in this world was wrong? <laughs> what if it was all wrong? And what if it's so possible to create culture changing businesses, culture changing businesses that pay us well, that give us the money that we want to do all the things that we want, to take all the trainings that we want, to read all the books that we want, to go on the holidays that we want, you know, to go on like, hmm, just think about it. Um, it's pretty fucking cool. And I, I don't have anything much to say today. I'm like, I might do a follow-up episode where I actually go into money. Cause this episode is kind of just me being like, what? This is so confusing. What is happening? You're seeing my life processing of, of God's great miracle. And, and it continues to unfold. I know there's so much more. I know there's so much more money. I know there's so much more influence. Like I've been feeling into the vision of human becoming and I want this podcast to be listened to by hundreds of thousands of people. I want my reach on Instagram to reach hundreds of thousands of people. I want to work with thousands of people. I want to support thousands of people to, to initiate into this new way of being human. And I'm being initiated into that. Like this whole year has been an initiation into that. These three years, it's almost three years since my hospitalization. These three years have been an initiation into the new way of being human that is being revealed to us here on planet earth. And it's wild and so profound. And the magic that is possible here is just like fucking mind blowing. And I want people to be able to experience that. I have experienced nothing short of nothing less than nothing, whatever the English is. It's only been magic is what I'm trying to say. It's only been fucking magic. And I'm continually blown away by God and the levels of trust that I have in God. Like I was just crying with my coach the other day about like how deep my connection to God is. And I've never been able to experience this level of trust and faith and belonging and love. And when I sit with it for too long, I cry. So I've been avoiding sitting with it for too long. But 
there is something miraculous here. There is something miraculous here. I really want to get into, you know, I've been saying this, I've been setting this intention for a while that I want to get back into kind of more weekly podcast episodes because I think I have I have more, I've, I just want to get back into the place of like regularly sharing. Um, but right now I've just been going through my own sets of deaths and initiations and rebirths and, and human becoming is changing through that. And human becoming actually has just been out far off in the cosmos gathering data. Now I feel them starting to come back and being like, okay, let's, let's cook together. Let's do some cooking. And I'm like, okay, let's do some cooking, my friend. Um, and I feel open to that. And I'm excited to see what human becoming is cooking because it just feels like there's more here. There's more to be experienced. There's more to be experienced. There's more to be experienced. Um, but wow, I think mostly this episode is just me reveling in how bizarre this life is and how possible changes and how it can happen in unexpected ways and in really quick timelines. Um, another thing I got to do is like go on retreat for, for two weeks. Um, and I love retreat life. Like if, if you know, you know, being on retreat, oh, and just like every day is just, you know, I'm like, I'm like such a, I'm such like a spiritual teacher's pet, you know, I'm like from 7am to 7pm, we're in magic school, we're in spiritual school, we're just going to meditate and dance and do practices and rituals. Yay. Uh, but I do love, I love that lifestyle. I literally love being off and being off the phone and just being with myself and going through deep initiation. And it just feels like that gets to be this life and it, and it's continually unfolding and fucking magic. And I feel really grateful for human becoming, I suppose. And like specifically human becoming the podcast for being able to witness that. Like I might actually go back to the first season of the podcast and just listen to some, some episodes and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Um, Shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. I never expected this life. I never expected this life. And here it is. And, and it is continually unfolding. And I'm so grateful to witness that. But yeah, I started this out thinking I was going to speak about money and I just ended up going on like this rant about how much money has um, transformed my life recently and also how it has been really hard on my nervous system, you know, Um, and how I felt a lot of shame for how I've spent money. Like, why do you have like, why would you spend all your money on trainings? And it's like, oh my God, investing in my nervous system and the state and condition of my nervous system um, hello, what better investment could I make? (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's been a crazy ride. Maybe I will speak about money in more, um, detail, less about my personal experience and more about like, um, or not even less about my personal experience, but more, you know, some like, what would, what, where would I begin if I, if, if I'm thinking about you and your money journey and maybe you're wanting to get into money healing? Because I will say all of this money was made possible 
because I started doing shadow work around money. Specifically, I started to do existential kink work around money and it totally changed my life. And that's what I'm teaching in the Money Magic Coven. Um, but the existential kink work around money has been, whoa, so transformative, so mind-blowing. Um, and how I've weaved in my knowledge of somatics and nervous systems and trauma resolution to kind of bring all of those things together and do the money healing there and ancestral lineage healing, like combining all of these sites of knowledge and practice to create this new thing. And then saying, la la, here you go. Um, this is what we're doing around money. So beautiful, so profound, so delicious. And yeah, I hope I get to share that with y'all. But I truly have been experiencing this year the most profound magician's awakening. I've been experiencing how changing your inner reality really does fucking change the outer reality. Um, and it's beautiful to know that as an alchemical principle, it's totally different to experience it. It's very trippy. I will say, I feel a bit of that, like psychedelic nausea (laughs) right now, even as I speak about it, my life has become increasingly psychedelic without any use of psychedelics. Um, I not without any use because of course I still use psychedelics as medicines but I'm using them less and I'm having more trippy experiences where like I'm literally just it's just me and god and air and I'm like <laughs> yeah even now I feel like coming on I'm like oof let's let's get off cuz the psychedelic you know that feeling <laughs> the underworld feeling, the churning feeling, that feeling is coming up. But I will say, if I can leave you with anything in this episode, maybe that's the function of this episode. Magic is fucking real. Magic is fucking real. Magic is 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 real. We've been taught that magic isn't real and that la 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 la. Magic is real. We live in a magical universe. So much is possible. So much is possible. So much that we have never even dreamed of is possible. And I'm just endlessly excited that I get to be part of sharing magic with the world and sharing magic with you and anchoring uh, the energy of knowing that this system, because I think in some ways magic is a system, that this practice, that this, what, ontology, who knows, (laughs) that this way of being um, where you are magically rooted and and accessing and harnessing magic and using it. So real, so possible. And that's part of the new blueprint uh, that's emerging for us as humans is an ability to tap into our magic and to experience the kinds of miracles that that creates. And that just endlessly fucking turns me on. Oh my God. (sighs) Ah.
And so I'll leave you with that. And then maybe we'll get into nitty gritty of magic, you know, in, in other episodes. But for now, magic is real. I'm experiencing it every day. So much, so much that we haven't been told about this reality is coming into my consciousness and like my conscious awareness. And it's crazy, y'all. What I am learning about God, what I am learning about magic, and I'm and I'm learning this. Like I have all my containers that support me, but I'm I'm learning this indirect connection with God. I'm learning this indirect connection with Source. The experiences that I'm having of of being able to connect directly with God, to connect directly with all that is. The experiences that I'm having uh, with my heart opening and my body melting and like. Oh my goodness. It's just unbelievable. And I can't wait to share that with y'all. I really can't wait to share that with y'all. But for now, all I have truly is that we know absolutely nothing about the nature of this reality. And there's so much that we are going to learn about the nature of this reality. And we will still know only a fraction (laughs) of what there is to know. And that gets to be part of the excitement of being here. But we are living in a magical fucking renaissance. We are living through a magical renaissance. And yeah, I'm excited to go on that journey with y'all because I think there can be a way that, you know, um, that I know, I know the thread of magic that I'm called to hold by God is so deep. I know that it's so deep. I know that it's so mm, visceral, felt, impactful, influential. I know that it matters so much. I know that it has so much to offer and that it's, it's, it's punchy. <laughs> the magic that I hold and offer people is so punchy. It is in its of itself. It's so psychedelic. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm so excited to share that with the world. I think that's really what I'm being called into in this next phase of the journey is just, I can't wait to blow your fucking mind with what is possible. And that's where I'll leave it today. I love you so much. Believe in magic. Believe in magic. Believe in magic. It is there. It is real. It is waiting for you to use it, to play with it, to dance with it. And wouldn't that just be so much fucking fun? Okay. I love you. Bye.